life was like a box of chocolates. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. What am I going to do with a gun rack? Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? You're tuned in to the Honey Wagon Podcast, a weekly dose of unfiltered rants and reviews on the latest Hollywood flicks and timeless classics. Here are your hosts, Andy, Rich, and Lou. <laughs> well, you got to go. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? I thought, it, I thought the other part comes and goes. Uh, <laughs> do, 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 do. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's, let's not do this. We have we've been recording. Oh, that's great. already all. That's all oh, there great. already. Thanks. Thanks, Rich. <laughs> You're listening to Take 7 of the Honey Wagon Podcast. We're your hosts. Nice to see you guys again. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Hello. <laughs> how goes? <laughs> that sounded so like you don't want to be here. Oh, no. <laughs> Hello. I'm excited. We just Wrong. Did, we just did the, uh, <laughs> the James Bond theme song. So cool. We did. Uh, today take is, 7. Because that's how we style our takes. Double zeros and mm-hmm. then a number. Eventually, we're going to be up to 10 and then it's. Gonna be it's going to be ruined. Yeah. yeah, it is. But um, unfortunately, yeah, no 007 news. I mean, besides the fact that I think the only thing I read was that they had to cancel their premiere in China because of the coronavirus. Oh, the premiere for uh, No Time to Die? Yeah. Oh, okay. Which is coming out in the spring. That's right. right. Yeah, That's it's coming out soon. Movie. Yeah, it's coming out very soon, which is another weird thing because apparently... I was reading this article about how they're wondering how the sales will be for this movie because normally all the 007 movies come out in November. Mm, so that's in the right. Fall. That's right. And they, they usually they do. Usually do. Really so well. for a springtime release. Spring release. So we'll see what Ooh, happens. I'll James probably watch spring. it. You guys will too, I yeah, think. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm already yeah. all in. James Bond, I love James Bond movies. <laughs> I already got my advanced tickets. Oh, man, I love James Bond movies. You don't, you're don't? you not a James Bond fan? I've seen a lot, but it's not like <laughs> I'm following the story. Oh, it's, it's... I'm just taking it in in the moment, and then when it's done, I forgot about well, it. Well, but it hasn't been a continuous story. We're talking about 20, what, 24, 25, 25, 25. plus movies of this, like but it, yeah. so... Yeah. There's there's been sort of like a threadline story with Daniel Craig as yeah. James Bond. That's yes. what I mean. Like I'm okay. not following right. it. Like Quantum of Solace, I remember was great. Yeah. But if you ask me what happened in the movie, I'd be like, I don't fucking know. Oh really? Know. <laughs> <laughs> like it was a car. Do, do you like Casino Royale? I remember liking it. You remember liking it? That's all I. That's all I got. Okay. Skyfall wasn't. I remember liking it. <laughs> I know I That's hated it. Like I, I think I listened to that Adele Skyfall song <sighs> at least six million times. Because um, you liked it, or no, it not because I liked it. Because I worked in a store that played it all the time. Mm. It was a toy store. It was Toys R Us. Sponsor us. Yes, uh, the Toys R Us movie podcast. Skyfall. Um, and it was just like, and I went always like, why the hell are they playing this song again? Yeah. Skyfall. Speaking of that, Billie Eilish is apparently the new. Has anyone song. heard the song? I don't know. I think it was just announced this mm, week. Or I was something. not interested. Yeah, it's yeah. not bad. Yeah. yeah. I'll hear it when I see the movie. Yeah. What is it going to be? Whispers and Tears? Yes. Whispers in my ass. <laughs> it's always glowing. Lou should write the song for the music. Yes. Yeah, they should have called you. I but know. that's only if the film is called Whispers in My Ass. Whispers in My Ass. James Bond, starring <laughs> Timothy Dalton as James Bond. <laughs> went straight to VHS. Um, it went straight. <laughs> All right, guys. So today's main feature uh, is going to be our review of Just Mercy, which I'm very carefully saying because I've already accidentally called it twice Just Murphy. Now, should we do a little over and under action? Let's see how many times you call it Just Murphy okay. throughout the course of this episode. What are your bets? So you said it twice already, but you haven't said it. Or you haven't. We haven't recorded it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say you're going to say it. Three times. Ah, that's what I was going to pick. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I'll take the over. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, I can't bet on myself. We'll see. But, yeah, I, I have a feeling you both are correct. So, this one of you will win. Um, so, flashback feature, uh, which is going to be a movie that usually we consider it as a movie that might be considered as a classic. 
But this is just a movie that we picked that neither of you guys have seen. Nope. I've seen. And it was It, 2017's It, mm-hmm. which is based on the Stephen King no- novel of the same name, uh, which is going to be really fun. We all watched it together. Yeah. I probably screamed the most. You guys were pretty good. Yeah. It wasn't uh, as scary as I thought it would be. No. Yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah. I did utilize the, and we coined it on the, the other day, the spock block method oh. of kind of just covering your eyes a little bit so you do the kind of the vulcan kind of yeah. maneuver the, yeah. the the two sets of fingers mm-hmm. and i'm just kind of blocking a little bit over my eyes yeah, the live long so and I prosper can, exactly yeah. yeah live long yeah so i just get a little bit of the image of the screen yeah you gotta coin that phrase because spock block spock block tm yeah, yeah tm <laughs> all right and then for our subplot uh topic discussion for today we want to address the question to each other yeah, really no one else. Unless you are listening at home, want to chime in. Um, has the definition of horror movies changed? I think so. So, of course, I did mention if you wanted to chime in, you totally could. Reach us out on Twitter. Our handle is at HoneyWagonPod. You could also find us on Instagram at the HoneyWagonPodcast. You could comment, DM us. Uh, you could also leave comments on our podcast pages, rate us, star it. I don't know what people say. Star it? Sure. Yeah, people yeah. star things. Rate it. Yeah. Five gold stars is preferred. Yeah, we would prefer that. If you can do six, go for yeah. it. Yeah. 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 I agree. Uh, shout out to a new fan, Cheryl. Nice. Oh, thank Cheryl. you, Cheryl. Thank you for listening. Cheryl. Hey, yes. we appreciate it. Actually, so a lot of people have been um, I'm uh, have been responding to our polls on social media. So we had a question from last week because I mispronounced Hugh uh Jackman you as almost Jackson. Did it again I almost now. did it again. <laughs> you almost did it again. Just Murphy. Just now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Gord Murphy. I shouldn't host this oh, thing. You are concentrating something awful. So Lou made fun of me and um, <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, and it's Christian Barl. Yeah. Because we were talking about the mm-hmm. prestige. That's right. So we put the question out there. Who do you love more? Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackman. Or Christian Barl, Bale. Who won? And 71% of people voted for Hugh. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then 29 Hugh Jackson. Christian. Yeah, for Hugh Jackson. Hugh I Jackson. Love that name. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a, like a cornerback for the New York Giants in the 80s. Or, or an something. 80s action star. Yeah. yeah. Hugh Jackson. Yeah. And maybe he like died in a stunt. Just yeah. murder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like fell off a horse or something. Yeah. Someone threw a carrot at his neck, and, <laughs> and then he, he was allergic to carrots. And then he fell off the horse. And then he fell off the horse he was riding. The death of Hugh Jackson. <laughs> it was a love story <laughs> between a man and a horse. Film coming in 2021. All right, we also had the poll. Would you rather have a machine to duplicate yourself or transport yourself? Also on the theme of the prestige, with which we reviewed Andy, last week. The, I don't understand how you want to duplicate yeah, yourself. That doesn't. You know how oh dangerous that is. That's well, terrifying. I mean, as long as I can transport, be in control. transport. That's I'm, the key. She I'm does cool have with. a good point. But if we're using the prestige science, which doesn't make sense as it is, because David Bowie's, mm. hey, or, let's just come up with a different machine. Or <laughs> any movie about duplicating yourself, it never goes well. No, never ever. No. You so would you love a duplicate of yourself. No, you have you, to, you, you, they're just going to be like, I'm going to kill think, you. Think I want to be the new guy. I don't want another it's, one of me out it, there. It's Thanksgiving dinner. You're invited to like three Thanksgiving dinners and you're like, I hate all of these people. <laughs> and then you just duplicate yourself. You send them out and then you stay at home and you watch all the awesome episodes of whatever Thanksgiving. No, because what happens is you wind up arguing with yourself because your others aren't going to want to go either. No, then I just kill myself. Mm. See, not, yeah, this is not original me. This duplication machine is hey, fantastic. Hey, if Hugh Jackson could do it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Hugh Jackson is a boring old Betty who's Dead. All right. right. So the poll results were <laughs> guess how many people agreed with me? 88% of people want would duplicate themselves. 12% would transport. Those are all porn bots that yeah. agreed with me. <laughs> yeah. Hi, my name is Malanda. I'm a duplicate. <laughs> I'm a, a clone. Want to come watch me take my comb out of my hair? As you sip into your coffee. Oh, this peppermint tea is fantastic. Yeah. Thank you, Rich. Oh, sure. <laughs> all Me right, guys. So it is time to talk about our main feature, Just Mercy. (laughs) Yes, starring Michael B. Jordan, Jamie Foxx, and Brie Larson. Jamie Foxx and Brie Larson are both Academy Award winners. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say, my gosh, Jamie Foxx, can we just stop and appreciate how good he is? In this film? Just in general. Sure. He's 
talented. He's super talented. What a great actor. He's a renaissance yeah. man. Yeah, he, he's in the lines of a Hugh Jackman type. He can sing, yeah. he can dance, he can yeah, act. He you're can, right. He can he's, do it all. He's extremely hilarious. He's, yeah, he's yeah. super talented. He and can do like stand-up a, comedy. He's a game show host. He literally does everything. He does everything, yeah. He does. Jamie Foxx is super talented. All right, so we do need a synopsis. So Just Mercy, a uh, very powerful tale. Jamie Foxx uh, plays a character named Johnny D. His real name is Walter McMillan. And he gets falsely convicted of a murder um, way back, I guess, in the 70s. It was, actually, I think it was late 80s. Well, so that's when, yeah. but that's when Thing arrives. That's when Michael B. Jordan, Michael B. Jordan's character arrives. Yeah, he was already in jail for six years. Okay, so yeah. like mid-ish 80s. Anyways, okay, so Johnny D., He's convicted of a murder that he did not commit. He had nothing to do with it. He is being racially profiled and, uh, you know, attacked by these awful uh, racist police officers. And basically this whole kind of town, this Alabama town, this city, um, they they just want to throw him in jail. Okay, he's going to be the scapegoat. We're going to take on a – we're going to take a, a testimony from someone who's – Clearly lying. Michael B. Jordan is this idealistic, extremely intelligent, young Harvard Law graduate. He wants to travel down to the South to right a lot of these wrongs, to help a lot of these inmates in prisons who have been falsely accused, who were poorly guided by whatever law, whatever lawyer help that they were given. Uh, and he wants to right those wrongs. So Michael B. Jordan meets uh, Jamie Foxx's character learns of the story and vows to help him and get him out of jail. Mm-hmm. There you go. <clears throat> okay, so what did you guys think? Because I know, Rich, you were very curious to to hear our thoughts, but you were like, save it for the pod. Yeah, because you know what? I liked it, but I didn't like it as much as I feel like I should mm-hmm. like it. Walk us through. Okay, here's the thing that I'm coming to realize now watching this movie. There's nothing wrong with the movie per se like it's mm-hmm. like it's well acted the story's good it's compelling in the whole nine but it just felt like it i know it's based on a true story and maybe if i had read the book it mm-hmm. would help with appreciating the movie more but it just felt very predictable it yep. just felt like it just hit all the predictable beats you know all they're the gonna beats. have a setback and this is the real thing that this movie is making me realize is that i may not be a fan of courtroom dramas mm-hmm. so i thought I'm I'm on the same wavelength as you because when I watched it, I feel like I've watched this movie about five times. Yeah. It's it really is um hey, and not to discredit the true story, I still liked it. Yeah. It it was still great acting. It's a great story, and I do love those like raw stories like that. And I still felt the emotions yeah. as well, like, you know, when the setback does happen mm-hmm. halfway through, you know, and all just the mistreatment of the prisoners and everything. Like mm-hmm. you still like it boils your blood makes you angry in the whole nine but it just yeah it just felt like every other courtroom drama movie i've ever watched ever yeah i don't know uh i thought it was yeah very tightly packaged and i think you kind of nailed it if they shaved off maybe half an hour 45 minutes it could have been like a law and order episode yeah 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 Um, (laughs) i thought jimmy fox was really good though i thought his character was very subtle but even in those even in the quietest moments shout out to super (laughs) tramp he he really kind of brought you into his life and made you really care about him Mm -hmm. um i thought michael b jordan i thought he you know, I, I wish he was given a little more license to be really emotional about stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought he was pretty uh, plain throughout the film. I think he's a fantastic yeah. actor. I didn't really think he got a chance to do it. I did feel that Brie Larson also the same. She had yeah. that kind of southern accent. But what if that's Brian Stevenson's demeanor? Mm. That's true. Maybe what if just a very, what if he's a, a very guy. yeah? What if he's a very even kill guys? But if if this is a film, like even in that that scene where he's watching this gentleman who spoiler. He, let's do the spoiler 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 okay good. he's watching this poor gentleman who he tried to help uh who was clearly suffering from ptsd yeah committed a murder and you know should have been sent to a mental hospital but yeah. he said no let's keep him in prison we don't give a shit bat. about this guy exactly mm-hmm. uh and so he dies he, he's killed by the he suffers um penalty the penalty of death mm-hmm and you know you're seeing it in Michael B. Jordan's eyes, but it's like give this guy a chance in this movie to just fucking cry and bawl mm-hmm. and just lose it. Especially that scene where he you has know? to witness the moment, right? 
and you could kind of see, you know, he's feeling it. But the camera wasn't even on his face for that long to really take in his, you know. I wish we had gone. But he did cry in the car. Yeah. So he maybe that is his yeah. personality is he doesn't do it in the moment. Yeah, or but until not in front of people. In, not in front of people, Maybe he's, yeah. he doesn't choose to be emotional in front of people. I was people. really actually hoping when he was walking back to the car because Brie Larson was sitting on the roof of the car. I yeah. thought they were going to go for a big embrace like embrace. a big hug right. and i really wanted them to fall in love but that didn't happen she was married <laughs> what hey, she michael b jordan <laughs> she was married with, with children i'm sorry but okay she so totally should have gone with them i thought that um that could have been more tim blake nelson who played the character ralph who was Who's okay ralph? we already hit the spoiler alert uh, but he he was the gentleman who initially gave the testimony that right. no ralph oh, yeah. myers this yeah. guy didn't do he anything wrong he wasn't yeah. even you know, he wasn't in there, but then they pressured him. He saw people going through uh, the death sentence and yeah, such. Yeah, he had a fair fire, too. And he was too. just like, Hold, okay, mm-hmm. I got I to gotta throw this guy under the bus. Yeah. because He was were, fantastic. He, yeah, he was great. Again, it was well acted the whole nine. But, okay, let me ask you guys this then. Because um, after watching this movie, and I kept thinking to myself, why don't I like this movie more mm-hmm. than I feel I should? And even on Rotten Tomatoes... Um, it's not often that you see, well, I don't know how often you see this, but the critics loved it at 83%, but mm-hmm. the fans loved it at 99%. Like people, wow. people love this movie, right? But other than To Kill a Mockingbird and 12 Angry Men, those are the two courtroom drama films that I can think of that had any lasting impression on me. And they are super old movies. Do you have any favorite movies of yours oh, yeah. that you've ever watched that are a car- courtroom drama that you've watched more than once? Yeah, Time to Kill. A Time to Kill? Yeah, really? I love that movie. Oh, Once Was Enough for Me. Ghostbusters I... 2. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> it was a very brief courtroom yeah. scene, but I loved it. I, don't, I can't think of any courtroom drama movies that I, was, that I would love that mm. I watched more I than once. I can't think of but... any off the top of my head, but you were saying Time to Kill. A time to Kill, and there's a few others that's not coming to mind. What, what's the one, uh, you mentioned one that's very similar to Jess Murphy. Oh. Which is similar. Uh, Denzel Kinda Washington, yeah, the story one, yeah. of Reuben, uh, the Hurricane Carter, yeah. uh, who was a boxer who was falsely uh, wrongly convicted for a triple murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it, you know, this, the movie talks about his arrest, his life in prison, and how he was... Um, Supported and saved by uh, a Canadian, uh, I guess a Canadian family mm-hmm. and, and uh, another person. But it's a pretty fantastic, like, you know, yeah. Bob Dylan wrote a, a song about yeah. this character. I also like Witness. Was that, that was, uh, was it? It was the one with like, drama. Wasn't it like two kids witness a murder? Yes, but that was, sure I think that was there? Harrison Ford and then he becomes like no. their guardian or something like that. I no, don't know. no, that's another movie. Okay. But this one was, um, I'm pretty sure it was in a courtroom. Um, I think what I really liked about this movie, most movies I've seen, the lawyers are white lawyers. And they're talking about, yeah, like it's a, uh, the, a case of discrimination and racism. Mm-hmm. But this was, it was interesting to see a lawyer who was not white That's a good point. Uh, advocating for this. And I'm like, I actually did enjoy that. I'm like, this is refreshing. This right. is nice. These And to know that this story has been around for so long, I mean, since the 80s, and I'm only hearing about it now. I haven't read the book. Oh, man. But I, It's unbelievable know. to me. One of my best friends has had this book for years, mm-hmm. and he's had it sitting on his bookshelf, and I've seen this book for so yeah. many years, and I did, for the life of me, when I kept seeing this film about a courtroom drama called Just Mercy, I, I knew I had seen it from somewhere yeah. before, but I couldn't pair it. And I even thought about reading the book itself. I don't know if I would appreciate <laughs> the movie more if I read the book, but I'm just, uh, man, uh, it's it's good. It's good. It's just not great. It's not, I don't know, just Murph. Oh, I almost Whoa. said it. Just Boy. Mercy. Mercy. <laughs> that was We close. actually have a clip. <laughs> Let's take a quick listen to a clip from the trailer. It is ordered, adjudged, and decreed that Walter McMillan is to face death by electrocution. It's my dad, sir. Sit down, young man. John, I want you to sit down. He did nothing wrong. Please, Judge, hold on one second. I won't say it again. Sit down. Not if you're going to kill my dad for no reason. You killed my family, sir. You! 
So that was the sun. That was yeah. probably the most like intense <laughs> yeah. scene in the movie. Mm-hmm. But then the next scene was like nothing happened. We're good. Yeah. Everyone's oh. kind of cool when we're in the the family's house. Uh, and the sun like they were like, just really so used to so up. many setbacks. So mm-hmm. for for a moment, their hope was up again. I thought the kid was gonna get get thrown in jail. Yeah. Well, you got They showed him getting arrested, but then they didn't show what happened. That's afterwards. what I'm saying. But I think they just, I think they just threw him out of the right. uh, threw yeah. him out of the court. But uh, I, I do. My biggest regret from this film is I do wish we got a little more of uh, Jamie Foxx's character previous to getting arrested. Because mm-hmm. he just got like right. working in a forest, and then boom, he gets arrested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or even a little bit of like a flashback. So because um, the story goes that. There was like so many eyewitnesses or people to say, no, he was working yeah, with he, me that morning. He had a right? solid alibi. And they yeah. all, they had the, uh, the fish fry event, right? Yeah. So I wish there was, because there were so many different people who had a memory of this, it would have been nice to see f- some flashbacks. Oh, then that would have been a three hour movie. That's true. <laughs> That's true. So there is something I want to talk about with this movie and it's the ending, meaning the credits. So, uh, you know, there is a conclusion to the movie, obviously. And mm-hmm. then they get into the, because it's based on a true story, they give the facts at the end. So what they would do is they'd show a photo, they'd show a still of the actor, like say if it's Jamie Foxx, and right. then they'd show the real life man. Yeah, Walter McMillan. Right? Yeah. And then they'd show, okay, like this is what happened, the fact of the day, and he died at this age, and yada, yada, yada. And then I noticed that the rest of the people, they started sprinkling in throughout the credits. Okay. So it would be like, like if you're in a movie theater, most people walk away after the credits, right? I did. <laughs> So you didn't even do you you don't know what nope. I'm talking about? Yeah, no. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah, no, that happened. So what happened was okay, so at the end they're like, this is what happened right, to right. McMillan. And then they're like then they show another photo of this is what happened to so and so. And then they then they start going through the names. So we'll be like Jamie Foxx, this other person's name. Then they show Brie Larson's character, the real life what happened to her. Okay. They show the real life of what happened to at the very end, they saved the girl who was murdered. That's why I'm like, oh man, oh. like I feel like these should have been pushed up before the names oh. because because it's a it's well, it's disrespectful to all the people involved, right? So I don't know. I thought that was weird. It was an odd hmm. editing artistic decision. Okay. That's would funny, you, yeah. Would you recommend this movie to people? If yes. You, you would? I definitely yeah. would. I would say, listen, well let's let's give our ratings and then okay. we'll give our things. So. All right. Uh um, Gabbles. Okay. Okay. Should I go first? Sure. I'd probably give it 3.5 out of 5. Okay. Gavels. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the thing is like... Metal handles, wooden handles. Um, Classic wooden. Uh, a little bit of shellac because it's a little shiny. Hmm. And uh, it gives you a real good thump when you hit it. Okay. The whole courtroom hears yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. And it's a really good... Whoa. They're serious. They're hitting the gavel. Um... I would recommend it because, it, well, it depends on the person. Depends who I'm recommending it to. Mm. If it's someone who's like, if it's my parents, I would actually recommend it. Recommend it. They love a good dramatic story like this. It's easy to follow. And it's you're an right. Impo- it's a bit of that cookie cutter feel, but it's e- It depends on the person I'm recommending it to. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I yeah. love that it's a true story. I was in it from the beginning knowing that's, that it was that's true. That's the most redeeming quality of it is that it's a true story. Because had this been just a made-up story, I'd have been like... Whoa. Yeah, like, really? Ugh. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to give it three out of five, 3.5 out of 5 as well. Hmm. Uh, it's a solid gavel. Uh, not only can you use it in courtroom settings, but after the day is done, you can wash it, bring it home, and use it to just hammer some garlic out, pull the garlic out of the shell. It's good for smashing garlics. Uh, maybe if you have some dried chilies. Uh, just want to give a little smack and or a little peppercorns. Shake. Yeah, you wouldn't use them for chilies, but uh, yeah, exactly. Create your own spices. Work on your own spice blends. Mm-hmm. Um, so you would use your gavel to cook with. Absolutely, he uses it part for of my little prep. Oh. Yeah. He'll probably beat his meat with it too, right? Uh, not necessarily that term. Meat beat his meat. <laughs> But no, yeah, let's maybe if I'm doing some like chicken cutlets or something like that, I want to smash out some really thin out some thighs or something or just, uh, you know, uh, jerk off. Uh, um, No. Um, Yeah. You know what? I I would uh, I think 
because it is such an interesting story, such a fascinating story, an important story to take it, I think it deserved a better film. Mm. I want to see what you have to say about this. My rating is the same for with okay. the rest of you. I'd say okay. three and a half gavels. I'm giving you a nice classic mahogany gavel. Mm-hmm. It's just perfect wood. It's, you know, everything that you need to order in the court. Slam it down. Tell yeah. everybody to shut the hell up, basically. Yeah. But it's a courtroom drama. I just realized that after seeing this is that I don't really care about courtroom dramas. They're all the same to me. Yeah. They're all the same. 3.5 out of 5. It's not bad. It's yeah, not it's bad. a good movie. Yeah, so you're saying you wouldn't recommend it, though? Mm. Like, it, I guess it depends on the person again. It really depends, you know? So if you know someone's into it, then it's for them. But right. It's I could see it not being for everybody, but I must say it's a pretty compelling story. Yeah. I really liked it. So definitely check it out. That's Just Mercy, not Murphy. I only said it once. Yeah. Rich, you win this no, time. No, no, I picked the over. <laughs> I only said it twice. <laughs> no, I only said it once. And I almost said it once myself. That's true. Yeah. So that's oh, just mercy. It's out in theaters across the country, and it's rated PG-13. So make sure you check it out. All right, it's time to take a break. But after that, we're going to get into our flashback movie, It. Show starts in one minute. Kids, we have magic candy. Jeffrey! Come back to see a boy's gonna be neat. Come to Toys R Us and see Jeffrey and his family. He-Man, Teddy Ruxpin, Kool-Aid Man, and a Cabbage Patch Kid in person. And play Pick a Winning Star, the instant win game where every child wins a prize, including Kent Bicycles, Toys R Us gift certificates, and sweatshirts. It's the world's biggest toy, so let's go! In the Boston area this weekend. Check your newspaper for the time and day. Please remember to replace the speaker on the post when you leave the theater. And now, on with the show. Welcome back to the Honey Wagon Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. All right, it's time for our flashback movie. We're going back not too far, just back to 2017 to review It, which was based on the Stephen King novel from 1986 of the same name. Uh, guys, before we start talking about the movie, have you guys seen or, well, have you read the book? No. Have you read it? I have not. Okay, I kind of read bits and pieces of it. We always had it growing up. It was a massive book, and it had a... It was thick. It was thick, and it just had a clown face on it. And I'm scared of clowns. Oh, yes, yes. You are scared of clowns. Clowns are creepy. Can we explore that? No. Let's dress up as clowns. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. No. I, I'll cry. I dressed really up as a clown. No, I don't want. To, I don't want you to cry, Andy. I dressed up as a clown for oh, Halloween. Oh yeah, you this did. Year. Oh, you did. how was that? How did you? How did that work? Because it was. What was that movie? Corpses, something. Thousand corpses. House of a Thousand Corpses. And I dressed up as Captain Spaulding. He but just, he was more of like a murderer clown than like a psycho clown. Sounds more zombie than clown. Wait, aren't Not psycho clowns murderer yeah, clowns I guess it's too? Kind of the same deal. But he was more of a badass. <laughs> he was more like not. He was scared. not a good person. And, yeah. and you've always been scared of clowns? They're just creepy. You know what? It's like, what's up with all the makeup? You're not alone. Nose? You're not alone. A lot of people yeah. out there seem to be scared of clowns. I'm not sure why. Yeah. You know what? I think there's some good-hearted people who are dressing up as clowns out there trying to make a difference, who aren't eating children or fucking traveling through time to attack other children. Right. On that note, there's been a few movies where we reviewed them and we learned that they actually impacted sales of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. It actually caused. I've read that it caused, yeah, some damage to clowns, like the clown, the, the clown business. A lot of clowns were losing business for birthday parties because of this movie. Because of Pennywise. Because of Pennywise. <laughs> because of Pennywise. He's scary. Okay, he is scary. So Rich has this. What is this? A GIF, a GIF, GIF or whatever sure. it's called. Yeah. Of him, a scene from on our prep page here. The scene from the movie where he has a bloody mouth and he has a little child's arm and he's waving it. Yeah. It's terrifying. What are you? Why well, yeah. Are you doing if, this well, movie? if you saw that in the bushes and you saw a clown with a severed hand, then yeah, that's scary. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But if you're at the circus and there's popcorn and elephants and they're blowing up balloons and stuff, then they're fun. You know what I'll say no. about this? Scene I wouldn't that, be at the circus. The thing that bothers me the most 
I said, why is he eating the arm like that? Uh, he's just eating. You know, he likes to so eat people. He, the arm is like it's an arm, like ripped off at the elbow. And he's nibbling on the fingers. Mm. Like I would just be still working on that end piece. Yeah. Well, Lou's clearly thought about how he'd be consuming his humans. Yeah. Um, let's... Any volunteers out there who want to send me their arm? Be All right, guys. Let's get into a synopsis. Rich. Oh, right. So it's uh, in the summer of 1989. And these group of uh, bullied kids, they, they all get together. They're being terrorized by this clown, this psycho clown. This clown has already killed one of these uh, kids' uh, little brother. They call themselves the losers. And I think there's seven of them. Mm-hmm. And there's just one girl in them. But each of them have had their own personal attack with this mysterious clown. So they all kind of get together. And they kind of realize that he seems to always attack this town about every 27 years Mm -hmm. so these kids battle this clown they defeat him and they make a blood pact which we all agreed there was no reason for them to cut their hands to do this to make this promise but (laughs) they didn't have to do this but anyways they make this blood pact with each other that if they find out that this clown comes back they'll come back and they'll defeat it again so that's it yeah literally it <laughs> can i can i just say something quick yes, yes. um so as we mentioned rich made some production notes here and i just have to comment on your list of the kids yes because you wrote down each of the kids names and a quick description on each how of them. else would we know or remember them i have to read it so the first kid is bill and then rich wrote right beside it stuttering kid Next one, Beverly, non-male kid. Non-male Richie, glasses kid. Mm-hmm. Ben, chubby poet kid. Mike, black kid. Mm-hmm. Eddie, hypochondriac kid. And Stanley, Jewish kid. Right. And then it is Pennywise, eater of kids. Eater of kids. <laughs> <laughs> Straight into the point. Yeah, this is uh, this is classic Rich. Oh, thanks. Just getting right to the point. No BS. Um, and we know who's who. We we do. <laughs> we'll never have to question this. Okay, so I've this is my second time watching it. I really enjoyed it in theaters. Um, there is th- this one scene I was I recalled in the theaters of me screaming. Mm-hmm. And when we watched the movie, screamed again. I, I remember the scene. It was the bathroom scene. Yeah. But there was a few bathroom scenes. So I'm like, oh, is this it? Okay, no, this isn't it. And then the scene finally happened. I'm like, I think it's going to happen. But for some reason, I still screamed. Oh, it's, yeah, it's a, it, it's, yeah. That it's was a, one of the effective yeah. jump scares in the movie. I didn't see that coming. That yeah. scared me as well. Yeah. Um, because, and it wasn't even like a, like a jump jump. It was just kind of like a camera shift. Yeah. yeah. And Boom. Pennywise yeah. was just there. And yeah. he always seems to go after Beverly in the bathroom. Yeah, that's creepy. Uh, Have you not noticed that twice? Well, you know, he went demon- after her in the bathroom. Expect a demonic clown to be a little bit of a sketch. Can show? we also acknowledge, uh, or just a bit of a purr. that that scene where she's cutting her hair? Well, I'm sorry, but why is she cutting massive strands of hair into her sink? Yeah, I don't oh, like yeah. that. She's but, letting the sink clog, clog the pipe. Yeah, put a little, little, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Put a little yeah. thing in there so your hair gets caught. Oh, yeah. she's a kid though. Very disappointed. She's a kid, so she was just you know she's being traumatized by her father. Cut her some slack. That's true. She is getting attacked by Cut her some slack. Yeah, sorry, Bev. Um, the non-male kid. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what did you guys think? Give me give me your impressions. What? It wasn't as scary as I thought it would be. I think I would have enjoyed it more if I had seen it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was okay. It was good. I think I remember the TV uh, 80s version being a little... Sca- yeah, it was creepier to me, but maybe it's just because really? I was younger at the time when I was mm-hmm. watching it, which would make sense. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's good. It's okay. It's not bad. I don't know if I'd recommend it. Um, I think for folks who've seen the It movie, like the original one, definitely mm. check it out. I would say it was a good time. That I think the, the child cast was fantastic. Yeah. They're all hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that, the what's his face, uh, Bill Skarsgård, he was solid as Pennywise, but I think you know Tim Curry's Pennywise, is, I think, is unmatchable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think... Obviously, this one had the very fantastic special effects. Mm-hmm. I thought when he was kind of opening his, opening his mouth and, and stuff, all his yeah. teeth, and so I was like, okay. That was, yeah, mm-hmm. the graphics on that, like it was, those, those are the parts where you're losing me, where it like, it's little, just funny it looking. It was a little Scooby-Doo. So, um, but I must say, so the Tim Curry version, the TV movie, um, watching that, I I thought it was very cheesy. His Him as the clown, excellent. He mm-hmm. was really good. I think he... Nailed the role. I thought the TV movie, of course, it was just, you know, naturally cheesy. And with this movie, what I liked is that it was good, like you said, good, strong cast and everything. 
but it, it had elements of the cheesiness. It was almost like a nod to the TV movie, and I like that. Okay. I like that they kind of acknowledged that that movie was there. Yeah. And well, some of or the um, the soundtrack was the same as the original. No way. I didn't yeah. notice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and I don't it, remember the original from so long ago. It, give it a watch. Andy is right. It is corny <laughs> as hell at sections, but there are some sections where it is so creepy and mm-hmm. rusty mm-hmm. and just in your. Like, there's no special effects. It's just like. Oh, like okay. And something that I just loved about his character, I don't know how Penny, the Pennywise character was in the book, but not only, he wasn't just trying to scare and which, eat the sorry, kids. Sorry, which version are you referring to? This is Tim Curry's. Oh, uh, Tim portrayal. Curry, yeah. He would like just eviscerate the kids with jokes. Mm-hmm. Just like make them like, you guys are such fucking losers. Yeah. Literally. You're <laughs> right. idiots. Yeah. Right. I'm going to fucking eat all of you. You guys are so dumb. And just literally bullying them and picking on them. And it just made you, at one hand, just, wow, this guy's such a fucking evil fuck. But also, he's so fucking hilarious. Yeah. He is a clown, you know? I didn't really get a clownish... I didn't get that same kind of portrayal from mm-hmm. uh, this this Pennywise. Because I think Bill they were Skarsgård. going for a more scary version, yeah. really trying to make that. But Bill Skarsgård, I I really enjoyed his uh, his portrayal of it. Like, and I think you notice this more in part two, the way he looks at the kids. He literally crossed his eyes, but outward, mm-hmm. so that he would be looking at the kid, and then one eye would look at the camera. So it always looked like he was staring at you. Really, Ooh, it's terrifying. He's he, doing the actor's doing that himself. The he can move his that. eye that he way. He can move his eye that way. Yeah. It's really and it's really freaky. Like just looking at him I is is pretty terrifying. Mm. And I think you notice it more in the second movie because there's oh. more close ups. Well, now that you've told me, and now, like I'm look literally, for it, yeah. like. It's so creepy. Oh, it's just like, oh. yeah, it, it, he, he was pretty good. And uh, in real life, like, I think he's like, a, I don't know if he's a model, but well, he's a, an actor, but he looks like he could be. A model. Yeah, he looks like he, could he be still kind of looks like Pennywise without the makeup. You, see, you still see his you face. Can yeah, still you still see, see it, see, but he's also good looking, which see, is weird. And see, that's where Tim Curry also succeeds. He looks terrifying in real <laughs> in life. Real right. Life. <laughs> he looks like a clown in real life. Yeah. yeah. One thing I do like about this movie, and again, it's always hit or miss with movies like this, is good child actors. Oh, yes. You know, and mm. again, um, a kid with the glasses who is a... Uh, um, uh, Finn Wolfhard oh, from, from Stranger Things. From Stranger Things, which is again the strength, especially of Stranger Things for me, especially the first season, was yeah. how good the kids were. Yeah, and a a bad child actor can ruin everything. Everything. Even it doesn't matter how good the story is. If that child is pivotal to the story mm-hmm. and the kid can't act, it's just it's just. Oh. Star Wars, yeah, <laughs> or uh, yeah. Attack of the what was it, uh, Phantom Menace? Oh yeah, the, well yeah, the uh, little um Anakin. little Anakin. He wasn't yeah. a great actor. Terrible. Yeah. yeah, and uh, again, it's not movies per se, but if Sons of Anarchy, the kid that played Jax's son, mm-hmm. one of the worst child actors I've ever seen <laughs> on God's green earth. Oh, and just, they had a, a very important role to the, to the that kid show? was so important to him. Like mm. he was his motivation for everything, and. He had enough scenes to make me say, we got to get rid of this kid. Like, I was hoping for something to happen. That's, yeah. That's funny that you said that because I'm watching the morning show and Jennifer Aniston's daughter is terrible. But Jennifer Aniston's actually giving it all in the show and her daughter is just so And it takes you right out of the scene, right? Yeah, it's like you're ruining this scene. Just, like, leave. That's the good thing, at least for the first It Mm -hmm. film, uh, 2017, again, is the kid actors are really, like... Hypochondria Kid is He's hilarious. my He's favorite. Yeah. He was really I identify with him the most. Yeah. I like that actor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah, he, he was, was a beautiful, beautiful boy with Steve Carell. Because of, we watched this film now, I looked just to see who they cast for the adult versions of the kids. Mm-hmm. Just from the comparison pictures, they pretty the casting is yeah. pretty spot on in terms of them looking like they're older versions of themselves. Especially Jack Razor. Guys, you have to watch part two. Because it's actually it. hilarious. Yeah. I may have to now. It's so funny. I think you just have to. Yeah, it's, I've, it's a it's, given. It, I need the closure now. I yeah. need the closure. Knowing that there's another part of the story, I kind of have to see it now. I yeah. think you should watch the original first before watching the second. Oh, man. The the original, <laughs> like, there's sections where it's like, holy shit. It's a this little brutal to watch. Awful. Right. Yeah. All right. So would you, would you guys recommend... Oh, yeah. I've been yeah. recommending it to people. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Eh? I'm a detective uh, in the town of Fargo. Actually, um, I just want to give a shout out to, what is it, Port Hope, 
Oshawa. Mm-hmm. And the other town that I can't remember. What was it? Port Hope, Oshawa, and somewhere else. Anyways, that's where they filmed it for the town of Derry, which was really cool. And lots of Canadian connections. Um, I definitely do recommend this movie. I think it was entertaining. It's one of those, like, maybe we're going to get into this very soon about a conversation about horror movies. But uh-huh. if you're not too big on horror movies, but you can deal with some of it, then it's, you know, it's not so gory. It's not so graphic. It's it's just really it's i thought i think it's fun it's a fun okay. yeah it was yeah. it was good i think i would have enjoyed it more too if i had seen it in theaters yeah yeah for sure it's definitely one of those movies you got to watch in theaters too. ratings all right, all right. ratings let's go, go. First? you go first luke uh what should we do it out of severed arms severed arms oh yeah. okay delicious uh, i'll do four out of five severed arms it's been a really nice slow cooked arm mm. uh it's Cooking been a, a nice smoker maybe like a nice kind of 14 hour uh just black pepper and salt I uh, removed the uh, hair. I burned all the hair off and all oh the fingernails. Goodness. So you're going to eat these this. arms. Uh, oh, we all are. Oh. Uh, I guess so we're the clowns. Okay. Yeah, oh. you guys are the clowns. You guys are dressed up as clowns. <laughs> this okay. is... If I'm a clown, I never want to duplicate myself. Okay. I okay, want to make cool. that clear, okay? okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> and, now yeah. it's off limits. And it's just, you know, the meat is falling off the bone. It's fantastic. <laughs> oh. We can eat it in tortillas, <clears throat> uh, some nice pickles on the side. It's going to be great. Some salsa. Have the fingernails fall off? Oh, no, I, I, t- I took all the fingernails oh, off. Them off. Okay. Yeah. Well. Okay. Um, right. Okay, I'll go. Well. Okay. <laughs> I'll say three arms with one more arm without the fingers on it. Oh, okay. very nice. So yeah, but um, I wasn't planning on cooking my arms per se. Well, I'll cook them and we'll just enjoy them together. <laughs> sure, but yeah, at least four <laughs> arms and they're pretty solid arms. Like they probably look like NFL players' arms. Oh, so okay. yeah, so you cut off three arms from a couple of NFL players and then a- another arm from a tennis player. Okay, nice. But uh, no fingers on the tennis player's arm, and that's it. Ooh, All right, that's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to his fingers? Okay, I'm going to give it four arms and a hand. That's my 4.5. Um, we don't know where the other arm is. It's kind of missing. Uh, but, yeah, these arms are of all different colors. Uh, one arm is rainbow. Benetton really. arms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, and actually one arm is robotic as well. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. <Yeah>. Futuristic. <laughs> Had a little bit of everything in there. Yeah. It was a good movie, guys. It was good. I liked it. It so was good. 2017's It. Um, go out there, rent it. I don't know if you could rent it from places, but you can probably rent it on on uh, the you Apple Store and all that it. stuff. Google Play, all that sort of stuff. Now, we want to get into our subplot discussion, which has to do on the topic of horror movies. Rich, you actually came up with this question when we finished It. Uh, yeah. Go for it. Well, because I feel like the definition of what a horror movie has changed over the years from what I considered horror movies when I was younger, mm-hmm. it was more of a, there had to be some sort of, um I don't know, like mystical, supernatural element to it per se. Now, movies like Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. Is that a horror movie? I don't think that's a horror movie. It gets listed as a horror movie. Jaws is considered a horror movie. Yeah. Is it a horror movie? Mm, I don't know. All I'm saying is even Get Out Now that came out just a little while ago, that was described as a horror movie. And I was like, is that really a horror movie? It's more thriller. I don't know. You guys tell me. Do you think that we're kind of shifting and changing what you think we call a horror movie? I guess it changes over time in a way. But I think if Jaws is a horror movie, then Jurassic Park is a horror movie. That's true. That is so true. No, right. you're right. If if uh, we're going to look at it from that lens, then yeah. We got to define what we consider a horror movie to be. That's what it is. But there's definitely so many subgenres, right? And that's the thing like I don't know. I don't even know what they're calling what the subgenres would be called, but slasher film. Yeah, I guess slasher. I guess yeah, gore, gore. Best. I don't know, but the, okay, it definitely. Mm-hmm. That's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Scary clown or bite your arm off. Yeah. Turns into other things, the whole nine. Even take Parasite now. They said Parasite had elements of horror in it. What elements what? of horror were there in Parasite? I think I think the whole point of a horror movie in general, at, at some point, whether it's through gore, whether it's through supernatural scares or 
something like that, it's supposed to scare you. It is supposed to scare you. So it all kind of comes down to our perception of fear. Of fear. Oh my right. gosh. And it Just goes like back it. to the it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think, yeah, that that's really kind of what it comes down to. Like for some people, Jaws is fucking scary, I guess. But, the shark's coming out. Yeah. I don't find it scary. That movie's freaking brilliant. I love Jaws. Is it a horror movie? I don't think so. I wouldn't consider it. I would consider it an animal attack film. <laughs> that's my new genre. Animal attack. Animal attack. Um, yeah, I guess, because I was just thinking about this, you know, usually there's a murderer involved. But then when you think of those, like, biopics, like there was that um, Ted Bundy biopic. Right. I'm saying biopic kind of loosely, but it was by Netflix last year. Right, yeah, like Zac Efron. E- evil, wild, and shocking. Wasn't it I can't remember. starring yes. Zac Efron? Yes, yeah. that was it. But, like, would that be a horror movie? Like, I don't know. That was kind of scary. It's like, oh. That movie sucks. It was creepy. Right. It was creepy, I yeah. guess. Yeah, and I, I'll even go back again to Silence of the Lambs. Like, psychological thriller, more yeah. so. And I also find some of the list, like, uh, just looking at the list now, we looked at um, IMDb's uh, top horror movies of all time, as well as uh, IndieWire. And some of the films that were on there, too, science fiction, like Alien. Is that, would you still put Alien classified as horror, or is it not science fiction? I think there are mm. elements of horror. Like, it's scary as shit. Just the still, way yeah. They, yeah, just the way they have the alien just kind of like, like when you don't really encounter it yet, when you're just kind of waiting to right. see when it just kind of pops up. I think, I think it could be terrifying. Have either of you guys seen this movie called You're Next? No. Okay. Who's in it? Okay, so it came out, I think, um, I don't know, maybe 2017, maybe, mm. or a little earlier than that. Now, again, they called it a horror movie, but it's really a home invasion movie. But these guys that are home invading the home, they're wearing like animal masks. So it looks a little scary in that regard. Oh. But the thing that they're not banking on when they attack these people in their home is that one of the women in the house, her father trained her to think on her feet and fight back. Oh. So things don't go as well for the home invaders as they had hoped. I like those movies. No, yeah. that yeah, this movie, it's one of those un, like kind of flew under the radar mm-hmm. films, but um, they classified it as a horror movie. So I don't know why I worked up the nerve to watch it, but I did. Yeah. And it's not. It's not a horror movie. It's no, really not. No, that's just a thriller drama. Yeah. 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 I mean, okay, so we're, your list here, um, I think it's IMDb. Number one on the list is Psycho, the 1960 version. I watched that. Is that a horror movie? I don't even think that's scary. But at that time, at that, spooky, on, at that time, right. it would be considered. And I think that's part of the reason why I right? think the definition of what a horror movie is has changed. Because our standard of what yeah. it's, we find scary has also shifted as well. That's Obviously, true. if they put Saw out... In 1966, <laughs> people would like. This would be a different culture. People, would, yeah, yeah, people would have lost their minds. Yeah. Like, yeah. people go through the roof with psychiatric yeah. needed. You know what yeah. I mean? I guess so it is. You know, it, like I said before, it, it's the perception changes through time based, like also based on taste. What we're willing to put out there, what type of stories we're willing to share with people, or what fans want. And I think eventually, what happens is when you overkill a style. People are going to be like, well, I've already seen this. As mm-hmm. you said, with the crime, the court <laughs> Courtroom case dramas. Things, like, I'm done with this. I've seen it. I want something else. So then so then that's when they started kicking up on the gore and all these slashers right. and all that all that sort of stuff. And the costumes. Like, the costumes became a big thing in horror movies at you, one point. Do you need to have gore in order for it to be a horror movie? No, I don't think so. No? I, th- I think it just has to be scary oh, yeah. as shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit. I think, you know... There has to be some bloodletting at some point in time, I think. I don't know. A tiny bit. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so let's look at this list. Psycho, Rosemary's Baby. I haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. But apparently it's supposed to be one of the greatest ever made. It looks looks scary as shit. No blood, really, in that film. No blood, yeah. Um, Actually, side note, because one of my favorite movies is The Shining, and people always say it's a horror, but yeah, I don't... Consider it you don't consider it a horror, I movie? Think it's a horror movie? I think that's a horror movie. Why? Because the blood, blood bath scene? No, because it's scary. It's as one of the scariest hell. movies I've ever seen, man. Yeah, but at really? the same time, I, don't I think, think it's, it's scary. I at think all. it's one of the greatest See, movies of all time. Your your yeah. meter, Andy, for what is scary? Now you're really scaring me because <laughs> yeah. where where does it fall? Like where? What, you like, know why? <laughs> I I've seen it so many times that I just I see it as like a guy who's 
who has cabin fever. I guess, yeah, he has cabin fever and he's losing a bit. You know, he's making out with fucking naked uh, zombie his, freaks. His wife was a terrible actor in that movie. She sure. was perfect for that no, movie. No, I hate it. No. Certainly you guys would say The Exorcist is a horror movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. That okay. that movie was so that to me that will always be the number one. It's the scariest, scariest movie, movie of all time to me. Like yeah. uh, I don't know if it's personal for me, just for myself, but mm-hmm. no movie has scared me more than The Exorcist. For me, it's anything that's okay. So you're talking about my meter. For me, really scary is if it has to do with anything demonic, right? Or um, yeah, possessions. And then if you throw a little girl and old woman in there, that's even Ooh, more yeah. terrifying. Like. <laughs> I don't want to watch that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I've seen a lot of movies like that, and I they're just kind of creepy. The ones that have to do with, like, a murderer wearing, like, in Scream, he's wearing a mask. Ah, yeah, okay. Right. Like, that doesn't really scare me. That's just entertaining to yeah. me. Yeah. 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 Yeah, old women, no dice. <laughs> yeah. I'll throw, actually, and I assume we're going to see it crazy when we eventually do watch it, too, but one of my favorite scenes from the original It was Beverly's encounter with the old woman. Who was, you know, actually mm-hmm. Pennywise? Yeah, <laughs> so it's really spooky and very cheesy, but just oh, you just, guys got to watch it. You got to watch it. Serious goosebumps. Huh. So um, we should probably pick our movie for next week's. Holy cow! Film. Okay, what's in our batch of life here? All right, Rich. Okay, so the nominees for films we have not seen that Lou is about to pick are City of God. Which I will be fine with seeing. Oh, I'll be so excited. Yeah. You guys will love it. Eight Mile, starring Marshall Mathers. And Mackay Pfeiffer. As himself. There's no Mackay Pfeiffer. Something like that. We need... Uh, spaghetti on my uh, sweater. We need our something friend... Like uh, Mom Spaghetti. Mom Spaghetti. Get the lyrics We need Sans Charmaine in the house. Yeah. Also, Miller's Crossing, the Coen Brothers. Nice. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that, hopefully. Blues Brothers. Very cool. It's a musical. Mm-hmm. John Belushi, rest in peace. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Frida. Ooh, yeah. Selma Hayek. And can, Selma we, Hayek. can we erase no, the last one? <laughs> no, we, and no. There, there's got to be a movie in there that none of us want to see. And this is it. Paddington 2. Oh. <laughs> why we put Paddington 2 in it. You know why? Because it was on so many critics' lists for top films of the decade. Maybe we're all going to be maybe pleasantly surprised. Yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's awesome. amazing. <laughs> why do we put It 2 in maybe there? Maybe Paddington <laughs> 2 is a horror film. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, I bet you it is. A Killer Bear. A Killer I'm Bear. Down and for he's it. just... Fucking fucking up cat yeah, people. He yeah. just gets people to trust them, and just then he gets in your house, and then people's popcorn and fucks your cat, busting yeah. in their popcorn. Yeah. Oh, oh, Paddington, <laughs> not again. Oh. <laughs> okay. So the nominees are City of God, Eight Mile, Miller's Crossing, Blues Brothers, Frida, Paddington Two. Okay. If you pull out Paddington Two, please just not leave. Paddington Two. Please not Paddington 2. Well, you know what? If it's going to be, it's going to be. That's all I can say. City of God. Yes! City of God! City of yes! God. Yeah? That's awesome. Ding, all right. ding, 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 ding. I'm looking nice. forward to this, man. Oh, nice. City of God. Oh, fantastic. This good. I love it. I haven't seen it in a long time. When did it come out? Uh, I want to say 2002. Okay, so it's pretty new. Set in Brazil. All right. All right. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. 2002, yeah. Awesome. Well, okay, so that's next week's flashback movie. And next week's feature presentation will be... Have we settled on one? I thought we were going to do uh, Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie's oh, The Gentleman. The Gentleman. Okay. All right, guys. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much. That was an awesome show. Remember, you can find us on Twitter at HoneyWagonPod and Instagram at the Honeywagon Podcast. Make sure to uh, share your comments with us on this show. You can uh, subscribe to our podcast and make sure to leave a rating and stars and all that good stuff and share with your friends. Thanks for tuning in. This has been the Honey Wagon Podcast. Woo! <laughs>